Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson, and it's so great to have you here with us on this Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. Excited to talk about everything going on in the life of Duke Athletics. A big week, obviously, right now as we're going through the coaching search for Duke football's program. Mike Elko on to Texas A&M. Who's going to be the next leader for football? But today, we've got to focus on the Stukeman's basketball team getting set for a big game tonight, taking on Arkansas in the ACC versus SEC Challenge. A couple of fun games last night featuring number 8 Kentucky, number 12 Miami. North Carolina is going to play Tennessee a little bit later. Auburn, Virginia Tech, a couple of fun Wednesday night matchups that we've got here for this ACC and SEC Challenge. And we'll talk about those things with our good pal Kevin Connolly, who is the site expert for Ball Durham. On today's show, if you have not done so already, go ahead and hit that like button for this show. Watch us on YouTube, hit that like button, share this video with your friends, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and also whatever podcast platform you so choose, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever, go ahead and hit that uh, subscribe button, leave us a five-star rating and review. So without further ado, let's bring them in. It's my good friend Kevin Connolly who joins us once again. Good to see you again, Kevin. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving break. We got a fun game coming up a little bit later tonight. Thanks for having me once again, JJ. Yeah, it should be a good one. Duke and Arkansas feels like everybody was kind of geared towards this game um, when the ACC-SEC schedule came out. Let's talk about Arkansas. Let's catch people up to speed on where this team is at. We spent so much time highlighting this game going into the year. You and I had an episode where we were doing four lists of four things, and the Arkansas game was absolutely one of the spotlight games for us to talk about. Now we live in a world in which Arkansas is trending in the wrong direction. We briefly mentioned last week they lost at home already this season to the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. They went to the battle for Atlantis this past weekend and played three just really tight games. Uh, and two of them, they came up on the losing end of things. Talk a little bit about the Atlantis trip for this Arkansas team for folks that might have missed it. Well, yeah, you couldn't have a much worse trip to the Bahamas if, if you're Arkansas. Um, coming off that loss, as you mentioned, to UNC Greensboro at home, a game they lost by six. They played Stanford in the first round of the battle for Atlantis. And they need double overtime to take down the Cardinal. Uh, they won that game by three. They advance to the winner's bracket. They play Memphis. They lose to Memphis by five. And then they get North Carolina in their final game. Um, and that's really the worst game you could ever imagine for Arkansas. Um, they got down big early. They made a nice comeback at halftime, by halftime. Um, and then North Carolina was able to pull away late. But the biggest thing for Arkansas is their star, Tremont Mark. Uh, about a minute and 15 seconds left against the Tar Heels. North Carolina has the game easily in hand. He takes a hard fall underneath the basket. Um, couldn't get up, really couldn't move. Um, medical personnel come, come out to him. He has to be stretchered off the floor, um, taken to a local hospital in the Bahamas. Um, he got tested out. Um, it got tests and everything done, scans and MRIs. Um, everything came back good. There was no breaks, um, nothing that severe. It ended up being a back injury for him. Uh, Arkansas wasn't scheduled to fly back home until Saturday morning. That game against North Carolina was on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. So um, Eric Musselman said in his media availability on Monday 
um, that Mark was able to fly back with the team. However, he was in a wheelchair the entire time the team traveled from the Bahamas to Fayetteville. Um, and then he was going to get more tests done once they got back uh, to campus and got settled. Um, and he was going to, they were going to get, get those tests in throughout the course of the week. So um, it has not been a good two weeks for Arkansas. Uh, they fell out of the HP top 25 now with a four and three record. Um, and I think Duke is probably coming to Fayetteville for the Razorbacks at the worst possible time because uh, things right now aren't good uh, with Arkansas, just in terms of how they're playing a real new team that they're putting together. And um, there's no official word yet as of this morning on uh, Tremont Mark. Um, but you don't typically go from being in a wheelchair on Saturday to playing in a basketball game on Wednesday. So um, I would think that he, he's not going to play. Uh, he did not practice on Monday. There was no update on his uh, practice status on Tuesday. Yeah, doubtful is certainly a word that you could throw out there. And you made that exact same point to me when we were talking a little bit before we started recording here today. Yeah, how do you go from being in a wheelchair, traveling back on Saturday to, hey, it's Wednesday night, I'm going to suit up and play in this basketball game against one of the top teams in the entire country? It just feels really unlikely that we would see something like that. We say he's a good player. How good of a player is Tremont Mark. Well, he's a transfer from Houston. We'll get into that a little bit later because Eric Musselman, of course, is known for taking those transfer players each and every year and turning over his roster entirely for the most part. So played for Houston, a team that has made deep March Madness runs over the last few seasons, a really good basketball program. Mark transfers to Arkansas. He's been averaging about 18 points per game this season, but was having a 34-point outing against North Carolina prior to that fall on Friday. 34 points against the Tar Heels. Ultimately, Arkansas loses that game by 15 points against UNC. But, uh, yeah, he is quite a scorer, quite a dynamic player on the offensive end of the floor for the Razorbacks. Yeah, and he had 34 points on just 17 shots. He was 13 of 17 from the field <laughs> against the Tar Heels, 4 of 6 from deep. So, um yeah, he's their leading scorer. He's their best player. But I think one thing is important to say, and I would say this for any other player on any other team, Duke, Arkansas, or so on and so forth, this game's being played on November 29th. Again, it's a big game given the circumstances of Duke going down to Bud Walton Arena, but there's no need for any team to push their player to be in a game in late November. It's a long season. Arkansas is a team, despite their struggles now, that still has hopes of making a deep run into March, and they're going to need Tremont Mark to make that run. Um, so I think even if you're Eric Musselman, you want to err on the side of caution and give him a couple of extra days or even weeks to rest up because um, you're still going to have a lot of important games in December, in January, obviously February, when SEC play comes around to try and make your run um, at a good seed in the NCAA tournament. L. Ellis is another guard for this Arkansas team that Duke fans are certainly aware of. He's got Raleigh Roots right here uh, in the state of North Carolina, played for Louisville in the ACC, and now playing for Eric Musselman and the Arkansas Razorbacks. So we'll talk a little bit more about this Arkansas team in particular, what to expect tonight, and more after we take our first time out here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. Locked on Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six 
player snap projections, and you start to watch those winnings roll in. Price Picks does it so well because they even offer a reboot policy so your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Right now, go to pricepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. pricepicks.com slash college promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Let's move forward here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Kevin Conley, the site expert for Ball Durham. Duke and Arkansas have met four times in their program's history. Two and two series record among these two teams. They've met many times in March Madness. Arkansas winning the 1994 National Championship game over Duke. Duke most recently knocking off Arkansas in the 2022 Elite Eight, which would end up being Mike Krzyzewski's final win as a Duke basketball head coach. So what these two teams have seen each other before, but this is the first time ever in the series history that it's being played on a home court for the two teams in the series. Typically, it's been played in neutral site settings. Now we're going to get to see Duke there in Fayetteville on an SEC hardwood. Yeah, first road game of the season for Duke. Second time they played outside of Cameron. Obviously, the Michigan State game in the Champions Classic. It's going to be a sold-out Bud Walton Arena. I think we talked about during that episode where we had we're picking our four and fours um, that they sold out an exhibition game against Purdue, and that place was rocking like it was the regular season. Um, it's a whiteout for them, so Arkansas is going to be in white. All the fans are encouraged to wear white. They're giving out white towels. Um, I believe I saw that Nolan Richardson is going to be in attendance. Um, the historic and legendary Arkansas head coach. Um, so, yeah, again, so Jermon Mark might not be there for Arkansas, but, um, you know, that's not going to dampen the spirits of this Arkansas team. You know, it's not going to be the message of Eric Musselman. Um, and, you know, the crowd, no matter who's on the floor for the Razorbacks, is going to be in it, and they're going to be fully engaged um, from well before opening tip-off. Yeah, passion is certainly a word that I would use to describe Eric Musselman and how he coaches his team, how animated he can get there on the sideline. They're going to be fired up. We've heard a lot this week of Musselman talking on Monday about, hey, I've had to dive in more to film than I ever had this early in a season uh, with three losses already. So a good basketball coach really taking a hard look at what his team has been able to do so far this season. This has the makings of a tough game for this Duke basketball team, despite the fact that you do see Arkansas now outside of the top 25 and Duke being the number seven team in the entire country. Like Arkansas is going to be fired up for a game like this. I think for tonight specifically, this has to be a game where Duke with some young players, granted not as many as we're used to seeing year after year after year with the sophomores coming back, Duke's got to throw the first punch. Duke's got to be aggressive in a game like this when they're going on the road. Yeah, they do. And obviously the one thing you talk about specifically in basketball is how much your role players play better at home. And that's what Arkansas is getting. I think 
Um, not that it would be an easy win, but obviously I think Duke would have much more of an easier time beating Arkansas had this game been played without Tremont Mark inside Cameron Indoor Stadium. Um, you know that the role players and secondary guys on this Arkansas team are going to be ready to take on the challenge of playing Duke and beating Duke even without Tremont Mark. So uh, it is certainly going to be a tall task for Duke. And, and like you said, you have to figure that they're going to have somewhat of an advantage starting for guys who have been in raucous atmospheres and have played in North Carolina and in Virginia Tech and, and in some of these hostile ACC venues. Um, they're going to be ready to go when their number's called uh, tonight. Excited to see this game play out between these two teams. I think we're going to see an absolute classic in the making for a regular season matchup, 9.15 p.m. Eastern tip-off on ESPN. It'll be 8.15 p.m. their local time in the state of Arkansas. Duke has won four games in a row, uh, and they're led, of course, by Kyle Filipowski, who's averaging 18.8 points per game through Duke's first six games of the season. Pretty good numbers for Filipowski, and if you are Eric Musselman and you're trying to watch film for this game, we know that Philip is going to be at the top of his scouting report for a game like this. Oh, yeah, he has to. I mean, Kyle Filipowski is playing like an All-American right now for Duke, and I can I can see that continuing throughout this season. So uh, I think for Arkansas, yes, you want to shut him down, but I think you're going to see a lot of Jeremy Roach and Kyle Filipowski lead the way for Duke. Uh, tonight against Arkansas. These were the two that kind of stepped up and took the bull by the horns when Duke put together its worst half of the season in the opening 20 minutes against Southern Indiana on Friday night. In the second half, it was those two who led the way and got the team um, back in position for victory. Um, Jeremy Roach has been there, done that. He's seen every single atmosphere possible on this Duke team being a senior. Kyle Filipowski, obviously mentioned, he went through the rigors of ACC play last year. You look at Mark Mitchell, you look at Tyrese Proctor, I think those two are going to be more contributing factors to tomorrow uh, tonight against Arkansas, but it's going to be Jeremy Roach and Kyle Filipowski, in my opinion, that's going to have to lead the way for Duke uh, in, in this game. We've talked a lot about the slower starts that Duke has gotten off to in the first half, and uh, yeah, we really saw that this past Friday night when Duke took on Southern Indiana, just could not buy a bucket from the outside there in that first half of play. Our friends in Las Vegas, our friends over at FanDuel, fanduel.com slash locked on. Do make sure you go check that out. Duke favored by four and a half points in this matchup over Arkansas with an over-under at 149 and a half. Meaning, Kevin, this is looking like a 78-73 type basketball game if we were just to play by the numbers. Does that seem right to you? Knowing Duke is going on the road, knowing that they've had some struggles early in games, but also knowing how talented of a three-point shooting team that this Duke team is. Do you think that's a fair kind of score to look at this game? Uh, yeah, I do. I, like you said, four and a half. I think it's up to five now in most places. Um, and I think that number reflects the Tremont Mark injury. I think should he have been, should he be healthy and definitely playing tonight? Uh, I could see Duke opening as a two-point favorite, maybe the line even swinging in favor of Arkansas despite their struggles. But I think without him, um, Five is a good number. I think it's a little high. Um, Duke, again, it could very well cover that number. Um, but just being on the road for the first time this season and what you know is going to be a very hostile environment, I think the number could be a little bit high. We saw on Monday night the Duke men's basketball social media accounts promoting the fact that Duke's going all black 
for their uniform combo. First time on the road this season. A true road game for the first time. All black, the uniform choice for John Shire and the Duke Blue Devils. One more timeout here on today's program, and then we wrap up our show after this here on Locked On Blue Devils. All right, Locked On Blue Devils here today. I want to tell you about our friends at LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process easier and quicker for you, the employer. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Closing out today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Kevin Connolly, the site expert for Ball Durham. I teased it a little bit earlier, but uh, Duke is looking for a new football coach. There is a big basketball game tonight. Duke does open up ACC play on Saturday, a game in Atlanta against Georgia Tech. All the reason why people need to be going to check out balldurham.com to read your awesome work over there, Kevin. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so it's been a busy couple of days for us over at Ball Ball Durham. Um, Monday, we were solely focused on uh, the aftermath of Texas A&M and Mike Elko and this Duke football program. Um, We're still on top of that as well. Um, You mentioned we talked about this entire show, Duke and Arkansas. We haven't touched on Duke and Georgia Tech on Saturday. And oh, by the way, Duke is going to find out their bowl opponent on Sunday. Um, Perhaps, I don't know if this could happen. Oh, it can happen. I don't know if it will, but perhaps Duke could get Texas A&M in a bowl game, um, and we'll find that out on Sunday. So a busy week at Ball Durham. Um, Probably not the busy week we envisioned uh, with Mike Elko leaving and now this Duke football program um, surrounded by question marks. But um, in my opinion, my unbiased opinion, I think we got all that you could possibly need and possibly need to read about these situations over at balldurham.com. So go and give us a read. Uh, every single day at balldurham.com. And then you can follow us on Twitter at ball underscore Durham. Yeah, there's no bias for me whatsoever. It is a great place to go. So make sure you go check that out, balldurham.com, for all of your news and notes uh, with Duke Athletics. So Arkansas tonight, Georgia Tech on Saturday, back-to-back true road games for Duke. Kind of a a little one-and-done scenario here in ACC play early because December 2nd, Duke is playing Georgia Tech, but then they do not play another conference game until we get into January, until we get into the 2024 calendar year. So uh, you're looking at these next two true road games for Duke. What kind of a week do you think it is for this basketball program, Kevin? I mean, is it big in the overall picture of what this team is going to be? Big to set the tone in what road games will look like for some of these young players. What does this week look like to you? Well, I think it's big in setting the tone. I mean, it, it's tough to win on the road in sports, especially college basketball. You look at Georgia Tech last night in the ACC-SEC Challenge. They host 21st-ranked Mississippi State, and they were up pretty much double digits the entire game, end up winning by nine, 67-59. So um, it's a Georgia Tech team that has struggled a lot this season. You look at their record, 
Um, they're now three and two. They have a loss to UMass Lowell, and and they really had to battle Howard in in the early parts of their season. So um, it just shows you that they can get up for a big game. Duke's going to be a big game. So um, I think you'll take one and one. Obviously, you want to win that conference game more because it may, means a little bit more in the grand scheme of things for ACC tournament positioning. Um, but obviously, the goal is two and zero. I think two and zero is attainable. Um, but both games are going to be difficult in their own right. We talk about guards a lot for this Arkansas team. Uh, Georgia Tech's got a good pair in their backcourt as well. We'll talk about them a little bit more later in the week. Guard play on the road, though, for this Duke basketball team. Filipowski was the focus a little bit earlier in our conversation. Need to have Tyrese Proctor, Jeremy Roach, those guys leading the way for Duke tonight. Yeah, and Tyrese Proctor has to stay aggressive, right? Our contributor, Pablo Kong, had a great article that he wrote yesterday about Tyrese Proctor and his aggression and how he's great at getting downhill. And you want to see that more from him. You want to see him getting downhill because he's a great free throw shooter. So you're getting downhill and you're either getting an easy layup you take for three, or when you're driving to the basket, you get fouled and you go to the free throw line. So um, Tyrese Proctor had a great game that we talked about against LaSalle, had 22 points, um, was more of a facilitator against Southern Indiana with 11 points and seven assists. Um, you want to see him perfect that balance of being aggressive, attacking and looking to score, as well as trying to set up his teammates um, against Southern Indiana, had three turnovers. The first time he had a uh, turnover in a game since the Arizona game. So he has done a great job at protecting the basketball, valuing the basketball, um, and you're definitely going to need that on the road because the last thing you want is live ball turnovers on the road that allows easy baskets, alley-oops, slam dunks at the other end that not only invigorate Arkansas, but will get the crowd into it as well. So um, Tyrese Proctor and Jeremy Roach are going to be very key for Duke in handling the basketball. It's going to be a whole lot of fun tonight, 9.15 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN, Duke and Arkansas from Fayetteville. I think Filipowski and Proctor shine. I'm really excited to see the Duke team play tonight in a big game like this. Kevin, it's always a pleasure to have you here on the program. One more time, plug your work. Where can people follow you on social media? All those things. Give the people uh, the scoop on what you got going on. So you can read us at balldurham.com. That's just the word ball, Durham, put it together, .com. And then on Twitter, you can follow us at ball underscore Durham. Uh, and we'll be all over the game uh, tonight and obviously Saturday at Georgia Tech as well. Check it all out. Kevin, it's good to see you. We'll do this again sometime soon, okay? Thanks, JJ. All right, that's Kevin Connolly joining us here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. And that's going to do it for our show here today. Follow us on X at LO underscore Blue Devils. I'm there as well at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to watch Duke basketball tonight. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you think going into the game by commenting on this YouTube video, sharing it with your friends, hitting that like button, subscribing to the channel. Your support means so much to us. That'll do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you, and good day.